Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brands Tech. This episode of the interview show will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Brandon, and welcome to today's episode of the interview show right here on the Brands Tech Podcast Station. I really hope that everyone has been doing well and staying safe this year. So this year, I've had the absolute pleasure and honor of speaking with so many different amazing guests. And so while I started the interview show back in January 2020, it wasn't until December 2020 that I first began doing my weekly release interviews, starting with my guest, Joshua Ruff. And so with that being said, please welcome today's guest, Joshua. Thank you so much for being here once again. Hello, it's a pleasure for having you. Hey, absolutely. And so before I get into today's interview, I did want to ask, how are you doing today? Um, I'm doing pretty good today. Um, was able to get, get a good amount of schoolwork done today. So that's always nice. And classes and everything's going pretty well. So that's, that's good too. Well, that is really great to hear. And so before I get into today's conversation, I did want to go ahead and mention two things. So one, as I just mentioned in this introduction, you know, you were my very first guest I had here as, you know, as a part of my weekly releases. And so we had recorded that back at, you know, back around December 2020, a little bit beforehand. And so, yeah, it's been almost a whole year since we have last spoken, you know, in a, yeah, where we can truly see each other, even though it's so virtual. And so it's just really great to have you back here and so i'm really looking forward to our conversation same here and so before i go ahead and yeah and begin the questions i did want to go ahead and allot some time to you to go ahead and reintroduce yourselves for those listening in case they haven't heard your interview from last year or they're just new to the station um um, as already previously um mentioned my name is joshua ruff and I am currently a sophomore um, college student attending uh, OU, um, Old Dominion University, and uh, my major is Information Systems and Technology. Um, what in particular I want to do with my major is still undecided, but right now I'm kind of interested in like data analytics and um, things along that nature. All right, awesome. So. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and straight into the first topic and and go ahead and ask you. So how how have you been over this, you know, this past year? There's been a lot of stuff going on, you know, from essentially December 2020 to now when this releases in December 2021. I mean, especially like as a, you know, as for you, a college student, you know, just beginning. How, how has that all been for you? Oh, man. <laughs> Where do I even begin? Um, a lot, a lot has happened. A lot has happened. Um, classes for one, learning um, was pretty difficult. I say, um, especially since you can you couldn't necessarily meet with your professors in person or things of that nature, and some people would have to miss class. Um, pretty, it was pretty, it was pretty common actually for people missing classes, I believe. Um, COVID cases wasn't huge, um, at least as far as what I know, but 
there'll be um, some people occasionally just not being able to go to class because like, let's say um, they're feeling like they're feeling slightly under the weather, even though it's not COVID, they don't want to like risk getting people sick or anything of that sort, or um, people being pulled off for testing or things like that, because the university would pull people randomly um, to do regular just testing, make sure everybody um, isn't with COVID and if anybody has COVID, they want to get them away from the dorms um, and have them isolated on campus where they'll take they, they'll take care of you pretty well. Um, they'll feed you well, make sure you got everything and um, they'll send the emails to professors and things like that um, if you are. So that way it's not like you're going to be behind or anything because last thing you want is to be sick and be behind in classes and miss a whole bunch of things and basically just fail. Um, but school-wise, that's pretty much what's been happening. Um, outside of that, um, in a working environment, I work at Dunkin' Donuts back at home, and that for that, this it's it's um, it's interesting because um, people people have a lot less patience nowadays. And it's understand it's understandable, but I just wish people were more patient with workers, especially in like service, because I mean, we like I'm not saying like we like we are um, entitled to being treated right, but like if we ha if we are doing the best that we can with like a short staff, because that's another thing people don't want to work, right? So. If you're short staffed and um, if things are just aren't going well, machines are breaking, things like that, you know, it's just things that's just out of your control. You can't really do much about that. There's been times where I have worked a morning shift with me and two other people. And typically for morning shift in terms of Duncan standards, we'll have like eight people. That's a lot of people that's not there. And the whole morning, we had to run drive-through and have to handle the inside for mobile orders and Grubhubs and things like that. And there was a lot of a lot of Grubhubs, DoorDashes, a lot of those orders. So we would have maybe like almost 20 people on the inside waiting and a line of cars that would really stretch around the building and outside into the road. And it's 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 ridiculous. Um but there are some people that are actually nice and that are actually like very forgiving um, in the in these times. And I, I wish we would have I wish we had more people that are like that. Um, it may it honestly makes things a lot better and just it really just increases your morale for the day too. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Um, yeah, honestly, just just some just a note. Just be just be more forgiving to people that's working in the service industry. Um, and if you are able to tip them, please tip them. Um, and yeah, and do and do service if they have them too, because those those actually help too. In terms of like the um, like in terms of that store, like keeping people with good um, attitudes and things like that. Well, that is all really interesting to hear. I mean, especially, yeah, especially like 
yeah, I haven't spoken to you earlier and everything. That one, I guess I'm gonna, yeah, comment on this in the order that you mentioned it. So, yeah, one, of course, I'm really glad that, yeah, that each of your, prof- well, for the most part, the professors have been really understanding of you know, different circumstances and haven't, you know, been like, oh, okay, well, you're quarantined today, you know, F for today. It's not like that, I hope. And that, you know, of course, you're able to take care of yourself and others by quarantining when you need to, or, you know, or maybe virtually attending classes. I know last year you mentioned that you had hybrid classes where it's in person, sort of, but you can attend virtually if you need to. Is the university still doing that for you all? Um, think, um, about the hybrid, I'm actually not 100% sure. The classes are more forgiving in terms of that, though. Like, the, like I have a, a few in-person per, in classes. Three out of the five classes I have are in-person. So for those classes, um, of course, the lecture slides, all that good stuff will be on there. Um, I think two out of the three classes, they actually have their lectures recorded. And they'll have them on the... Uh, on Blackbird, which is what we use, um, they'll have them on there, and you can actually watch the um, the lectures from there. Um, which that which that is very is very helpful. But other than that, um, I'm not I'm yeah I'm not really 100 percent sure about the hybrid though. But um, there's plenty of classes that are um, online. There's still there's still classes that are are in person, of course, but um, they're slowly getting those numbers back up to the in person classes. But there's a plethora of online ones. There's a bunch of them, and they range from like 200 students to what a normal size class would be, which is which would be about 30 somewhere around there. Wow, well, 200's a lot of people just overall, but. Yeah, I mean, I know for myself as a online virtual learner that, you know, that there is the those varieties in how many people are in your classes and, and how many of them you actually interact with. Because a lot of times, especially in asynchronous classes, you don't you don't really get an opportunity to really meet your classmates unless you're doing like a group project or anything. Yeah. And so, and then commenting on what you're mentioning earlier too about working conditions. Yeah, it's unfortunate that to hear that. Yeah, and that, and I definitely agree that patience has definitely changed over this time, especially in an age where we can get like instant communication, instant news, and yeah, instant messaging, social media. Yeah, it's like everything needs to be instant right then and right now. And but really, that's not the case in the real world. Not everything is instant. And you know, we I definitely do agree that as a society, we need to do a better job at being forgiving for yeah being forgiving being understanding of other people's time and then also like you know i guess prioritizing too like i i think a lot of that can really be yeah i guess can really be worked on and i know for myself i'm working you know on that myself too because yeah especially as uh, podcast host and doing this for over a year now 
and is that yeah, you know, working with so many different people's schedules, you know, not everyone will be available at one time. It's not like, you know, meet me at the Zoom at 6 p.m. It, it's not that simple. Although this is like, yeah, you know, a little past 7 p.m. But, but I mean, it, it's not that simple. Like, not everyone has the same work schedule or has the same availability, and yeah, it, it's not really realistic to. Yeah, have everything always at a certain specific time and said, like, work with people, communicate with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, we're all we're all people, you know, we're all trying to do our own things and try to find our own ways to succeed in life. And I mean, we just we just have to be more forgiving between each other. And not only that, to respect each other as well. Hey, absolutely, of course. And I know that you mentioned earlier that with your major that you, there's a lot of different stuff that you can do with it and that you like that it's a yeah you know, a more vast field but that you're not quite sure as to what specifically you want to do to it but well do with it rather not do to it but but for you what what really made you want to really get into this field um nothing necessarily in particular really got me into it um, my original major was computer science, and when I when I was taking um, calculus, because calculus is one of the prerequisites for the major, and in fact, um, computer science, if I'm not mistaken, it builds up the calculus four or something like that, right? So when I was taking it, that's a lot of calculus. Throughout the course, I'm like, what am I looking at here? <laughs> and, like, a lot of the stuff did not make sense at all. So, with that amount of math, and the fact that I have to take three other calculus classes, that that's enough. It's enough. <laughs> it's enough. So, I decided to switch to, um, to information systems and technology, which is a more diverse um, major. And not only that, you don't necessarily need like a gifted mind into that because the like the way the way I um um I learned about it through this one article I can't remember um, what it was but basically like computer science is kind of more for those that are those like experts in like computers and things like that where information systems, um, like for those majors, those are kind of more towards the like people that are interested in computers and want to like continuously learn about them, like as as you go on. Yeah, well, that makes perfect sense. And yeah, I, I have a lot of respect for anyone who's in a mathematical field, a computer science field or any of those fields, because while I know that, you know, I know that a lot of work and effort goes into, of course, why I do believe that if that was a path I wanted to go on, that I would be able to find a way to make it happen. But at the same time, math is not necessarily my strong suit. And so, yeah, for me, that is not necessarily something I personally would want to do. But, but yeah, I, I definitely completely understand that the intimidation factor of all of those calculus courses, especially four of them. I didn't even know that there was that many, but I mean, it would make sense. I just numerically, I didn't know there was that many of them. 
Yeah, it's a it's a it's around that number. Um, I didn't even I didn't even look at it for a long time, so I could I could be wrong. I mean, but I I just saw a whole bunch of calculus class and I was just like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? This is torture. Wow. And so I know that you mentioned too that you don't know like exactly what you want to do with it, but do you happen to know like a general idea as to which yeah, which aspect of it you really want to go into it? I know you mentioned data analysis a little bit beforehand. Yeah, so so yeah, so data analysis, um really more of like I want I want to be able to like look at data and be able to like manage it. So like let's say for example, um the data like let's say for example from for a bank, for instance, like the data from that. Um so like um I'm trying to think here so like the information from like or actually um this will this will be a better uh, example so like um in the um in the in the systems like the computers that they use at, the, at a bank um like they'll have everything has a database to it pretty much every, everything does um some are more developed than others like for example Dunkin' Donuts, we recently got a new system there. Um, and there's a couple of hiccups that's in that system, but things like that. So managing so managing a system, managing a database, like for a bank, the different um, customers, people all along into that, the cars, things like that, the technology that goes into that and behind that to be able to manage, to manage that information um and organizing it that's kind of like more of like the thing that I, that I would like to do though that would be kind of like more into like cyber security some in some aspect like that and it would be it would be nice to um to learn about cyber security too because it would it would definitely it would definitely help but um basically just organizing databases and things like that is kind of just like more of like what i'm accustomed to since I have um, certifications in Microsoft, Excel, um, Word, PowerPoint, all those. Awesome. Well, I mean, that kind of all works like hand in hand. Yeah, it worked. It worked. It definitely does work, um, work out perfectly. And since you mentioned cybersecurity too, I mean, if you ever want to minor, I mean, th that's right there for you. Yeah, I wanted. I wanted to minor in either cybersecurity, web developing. Um. Yeah, pretty much just those two I'm really considering in terms of like minoring. All right, well, that makes perfect sense. And and so for you, I know that you mentioned, I think last time that I spoke with you, it, is that, so for you, I, I do know that from the last time that we spoke that you did come into college with some, with some credits. And so I know that you mentioned that you are a sophomore. So, so did any of those credits that you came in with help at all in terms of your overall college plan? Um, they helped a lot, definitely. Um, um, realistically, as long as I pass all of my classes and don't end up failing any of them, I did a failing uh, calculus though one time. So, <laughs> but um, as long as I pass everything. I'm pretty much on track to be ahead of a semester. So it would help in the long run, 
um, because I am considering on going for a master's degree, which going for a master's degree, that's like five years in college. So um, in hindsight, with the credits I've gotten from early college, it would equate to about four years and a half um, in that time span. Time span, and if I and if I really wanted to, pretty much just accelerate. Like let's say, um, like this upcoming summer, I decide to take summer classes. Right, that would pretty much put me at four years if I wish to get a master's. And if I just stick, if I just stick with the bachelor's, that would just be three years. Um, but I might not go for that, honestly, just because of the fact that I would like to have a decent income going for me so i would be working in that in that time period so um probably not going to do that but if i want if i considered it and wanted to do that i could do that and that option would be there for me well that's really great to hear that at least you have that option and i know for myself yeah having also come in with with credits i'm definite like the master's program for me is like definite like is a definite for me and so i'm excited about that although it's a little daunting considering like not necessarily how ahead i am just more so like where i am thus far compared to how long i've been at my current institution it, it's a little mind-boggling but but you know it, it's it's every day it's not too big of a deal it's just more so just the initial shock factor of whenever i have to mention it for anything like with my advisors and whatnot it's just like wow but... yeah i remember with my first advisor she was she was shocked in fact i think if i'm not mistaken um my first advisor when i told her she was shocked and they had to actually swap advisors because of the fact that i had so many credits so it's it's nice to um to be able to, to be able to do that to be able to have that many credits coming in um but going through early college is not necessarily for everyone. It's really just, early college is really just dependent on if you're willing to put the work and time in. Because it's going to be fast paced. To be to be transitioning from, like, because your senior year, if you think about your senior year, you're pretty much just chilling. Taking maybe three classes, or yeah, pretty much like three classes, one of them, would be like a more serious class, like the only class you would need to graduate, which would be government or something like that, right? And and you would just take like two other classes, like the regular classes, like English or something like that, and um, just take extra extracurricular things and things like that. Um, and you would just do that. But um, yeah, if you're if you're willing to just really put in the time and effort in, and you want to do early college, you can go for it. And I mean, it pays off if you if you manage to do well and succeed in that. It really it really does pay off. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so, what would you say for yourself was the best thing that you either learned or experienced, or something that you were exposed to then that helped you out in your present day? I'd probably say. I'd probably say probably how the learning is because there's a difference between high school classes and college classes. I mean, that's a cliche thing. That's obviously, but 
high school classes are more a lot more slower and it's more in terms of like making sure you understand the material when it comes to college classes this information is crammed into a semester which is a semester is basically what um like four months four months somewhere around there which is like what see five weeks pretty much a month four so about 16 weeks somewhere around there yeah 16 16 16 to 18 16 to 18 weeks there we go so you have that much information you basically have a year's worth of information crammed into a semester it's going to be very fast-paced and it's a lot to keep up with but not only that these the tests or exams that's what we call here they're very information packed and you'll cover like three chapters of information whereas in high school you only cap cover that one chapter like your quiz your quiz in high school would be like basically like a small portion of a chapter whereas here a chapter is a quiz so um it's very it's very it's very fast-paced and you really just you really just have to put in time into it that's the only thing yeah definitely and i would add on to that too and say and to say these two things before i move on to the to the next part of this podcast is one is that i feel like in college classes whereas in high school classes the teachers are truly teaching you the information for the first time and you're trying to comprehend it and essentially put it down for the test whereas for college it's more so about comprehension and true skill sets but where it's not really the professor's job per se to really teach it to you it's rather your job to learn it and they're just there to almost help help you learn the information and like you need to do work on your own as well because if you don't do like the necessary readings or screenings or anything you're going to be very lost oh yeah (laughs) yep and not only that some professors are this is that's one thing actually um another thing to add to it so professors they can be really really good or they are bad (laughs) um to go in further detail um a really good professor would explain everything to the utmost littlest detail where a bad professor would basically just speak in a very monotone um tone not necessarily giving a lot of um energy like okay this is what you gotta learn this is everything this is the powerpoint here that's it um this is your assignment get it done all right thank you now that's pretty much just how that's just how it is with a bad professor they'll go through a powerpoint which you can already probably find on the um on whatever um thing that you're using for your school and they'll literally just go through it word for word where obviously you can just read it and find that out yourself they don't really 
And if it's like, if it's like, um, like let's say for example, chemistry. Chemistry is pretty math heavy, so there's going to be some points in chemistry where you need a good professor, and not necessarily a good professor, but a decent professor and decent enough so they can explain some things properly. Because if you have a bad um, professor for chemistry or something like that, where it's like you need somebody to actually show you something. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. You're going to be stuck with YouTube being your professor for for the um, for the semester, and it's it's not a, it's not a fun time. That that is quite true, and unfortunately, YouTube doesn't offer college credits yet, so <laughs> that's it, that's that's very sad in that regard. But but moving on to this very brief question before I switch topics before heading to our break first of all great discussion thus far with you joshua and so for this brief question is so for college students out there listening or high school students considering whether or not to go to college or even people who may not have done college and are listening and are considering whether or not they should go how would you say that technology might be able to help help someone get into the college atmosphere and really i guess find their way in college since this is a tech podcast and all um i'd say so it's gonna sound very tedious but um do some research um research would would be very helpful in, in that regard um just re like researching anything just helps build your knowledge on whatever that you're looking for so like in this instance like for college you can you can look through in fact if you can google it right now you can go through different graduates you can see different graduates from different institutions um there's there's a couple pretty big names that have graduated from odu um and some play and some players that like like for sports wise there's some people that have graduated from um from odu from i'm mistaken i think ken base was it ken basemore I think Captain Baysmore graduated from here. It was either here or Norfolk State. I'm not 100 percent sure, but you can you can Google um, people that have graduated from colleges. You can see the tuition. You can see other things like that, and I think you can even see what potential scholarships um, a school could even have. But I think for that you would have to do some deep digging into that. But um, doing that. Would help would help um build your knowledge into that so that way you're not necessarily not necessarily left in the dark but like you understand what you're getting into you understand what you're what um what you're signing up for pretty much yeah that makes perfect sense and so a part of what you just answered too maybe think of another question but i'm actually going to tie that into my final question here before i go ahead and head to our break is is so I was I was mentioning this a little bit before we started recording, but but so the way that I see everything that's going on right now, because this has been a very unique year, 2021 to say the least. Yes. And same with the previous year, 2020. And so I'm very I'm very curious as to what 2022 holds. But that leads straight into the question of so the way that I consider things is that 2019 2019 was the end of the of the way 
that we that we knew things for the most part. Whereas 2020 was just a unique year in itself. But I really think 2021 helped is helping to pave the way of what we do going forward. And of course, while things will always continue to change and evolve, I think what we started this year in 2021 is truly going to help lay down the basis as to how we go about throughout the rest of this decade and you know even years afterwards. And so for yourself, what plans do you have for yourself going forward, especially like finishing up college and then a little bit afterwards or any other ambitions? And then also, yeah, to tie into that, I know that you mentioned in the previous podcast and I already knew is that you, at least in high school, you did a lot of athletic stuff. And so are you continuing any of that currently? And do you plan to continue that going forward? Um, not necessarily in particular. Um, baseball, I don't really have the skills to really continue with that. Um, nor basketball. I can't, I can't even dribble to save my life. I have a decent jumper, so that's nice. But, um, not necessarily continuing anything in terms of, like, sports or anything like that. But definitely, I'm going to try to work out keep myself healthy um and as far as um school um trying to at least keep a um at least a 3.0 gpa that's that's the goal um to graduate um and also hopefully next year i can actually pinpoint what i want to do in particular in terms of with my major um and also, which is pretty exciting, which I think is going to be pretty exciting for me. Um, I don't, I'm actually interested in streaming as like a part-time thing. So I already have my Twitch and everything set up. But um, I'm going to actually like develop it, get it, get my page to actually look nice and everything like that. Once I actually like find time to actually get into that. But um, my Twitch is already set up and everything... It's just a matter of streaming and um, just having every, having everything look good, getting the proper stuff like a mic and things like that. Wow, awesome. And I guess a little comment I'm going to make about that. And that while well, comment followed up by a, a somewhat unrelated question before we head to our break. But my comment is, one, that sounds really great and... Yeah, those are some great goals going forward. And I'm really interested in your Twitch stream. So definitely keep me posted on that. Because I, I do know you made a sample stream not too long after we spoke the last time um, last year. And so and so I'm excited to see what you do with that. And I'm not sure if you listened to any of my, my other episodes of the interview show here on Brands Tech. But I've had, I've had a bit of twitch streamers and other and people who stream to other platforms on here so i definitely recommend checking all of them out and and so yeah i'm glad to see that hopefully yeah i can add you to the list of streamers i've had on my podcast and feel free to come back on and speak about that as well nothing well that's really cool and i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no you're fine no you're fine but yeah, but that definitely sounds exciting. Out of curiosity, what really wanted you, what really, I guess, got you wanting to do a Twitch 
stream? Um, I really just say the game of Overwatch, honestly, which I can I can already feel people gonna be groaning at the name of Overwatch because. To be fair, Blizzard has left us out for to dry. <laughs> but Overwatch 2 looks amazing. Um, over ever since Overwatch came out, it has been the game that's kind of like not necessarily shaped my life. I, I don't want to be open dramatic in terms of saying that, but like I literally love this game again. I love the game. Um it's pretty much my everyday game that I basically play. And seeing other Twitch streamers and YouTubers, um, like for example, Red Shell, Emong, Flats, uh, like those streamers, like their streams are very enjoyable to watch. Edu whether it be educational, funny moments, or just really just having a good time. And I want I want to be able to create that kind of like environment for other people, and really, really just uh just a just a place for other people to just hang out and just have fun and just um just have something to just have in common with. Well, awesome. Well, I am really excited for you. And so, right before I go ahead and quick off to a break, out of curiosity. I know that you mentioned baseball and that you're not continuing with that, but how many years have you done baseball? Because I've know I know you that you've been doing it for quite a while. Uh, um, I can't really remember off the top of my head, but I think I started since I was I think I started playing since I was five. Um, so about twelve years. Wow, somewhere around there. Maybe, maybe 11, 10 or 11, 10 or 11 years. Cause um, I played all the way to um, JV baseball for high school. Um, I didn't play for varsity. Um, so yeah, which I did play volleyball. Volleyball uh, was fun. Uh, really fun, honestly. I love the game of volleyball too. If we had a team here, um, I would love to. I would love to at least try out for it. Volleyball, I definitely feel like I probably could make the team, but, um, but yeah, baseball. It's been about that long. Volleyball. Uh, I started playing volleyball since like sixth grade, I think, in middle school. Yeah, sixth grade. My dad was just like, "Hey." Um, why not play a different sport in between baseball and basketball? And he pointed at volleyball and I was like, eh, okay, I'll try it out. Seems like it's fun. And since then, I've really just grown to love the game. And high school really just established that for me in terms of loving volleyball. Like the environment of it is so just, I love it. Wow. Well, you've had a really great athletic history, a great time yeah, on these podcasts and yeah i really can't wait to see what else what you do but with that being said i'll still be here speaking with joshua so please stay tuned after this break all 
All right, so I am still here with Joshua. And first of all, as I said earlier, this is really a really enjoyable conversation. It's really great speaking with you once again after almost a whole year. So yeah, I'm just really honored to have you back here. Thank you. Safe here, Brandon. Hey, of course. And so in this time, I definitely want to give the floor over to you for if there's anything else that you would like to discuss as we're wrapping up. Any questions for me, any questions for those listening, or any even last final inspirational thoughts, whatever the case may be, the floor is all yours. Okay. Um, I guess I would say um, since we're coming towards the end of um, 2021, I guess what, what would be your plans for 2022 um, as regard to this podcast, any future projects that you might have in store or um, really anything along that nature. Oh, that's a good one. So in terms of future project, there is one project I have in mind. I'm not going to say what it is, but I, I'm, I'm in a constant debate whether or not I'll post it to close out 2021 or if I'll post it to start off 2022. I I think it'll really come down to almost like the week of when that happens. So yeah, that, that's going to be interesting for when that, that's going to be interesting when that happens. But in terms of the podcast, I definitely think that I'll end up doing some stuff a little bit differently going forward. I mean, just because... Well, first of all, I mean, it's been honestly amazing speaking with so many different people on my podcast. In fact, since the last time I spoke with you, I've interviewed over 45 more people since the last time. That's like, quite the achievement. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it, it honestly blows my mind, honestly, and it still feels surreal. But but yeah, but because a lot of people are, yeah, you know, are back at work now, you know, in person or have busy schedules and whatever case may be it's not as easy to necessarily get a hold of people to for it to be necessarily sustainable at this time to continue on with once a week maybe i'll be wrong you know by the time that this releases maybe an influx of people will start asking me but i i think i'm honestly going to leave that decision until almost like right until the new year and i mean well the new year begins so the last few weeks and days of 2021 and i and i mean you know me i don't like putting things to the last minute but one of the things i'm i've always been a future thinker and so it was enough where this whole idea of interviewing people for the podcast and doing this doing that this is all stuff i actually like conceived in my mind back in the end of 2019 if that can tell you how long I've had this plan and like in motion. And then my current, you know, what I'm doing in the current way that I'm doing it, I've been having all this plan since November, 2020. So I tend to plan a lot in advance. And so for 2021, my new year's resolution was to make this the most productive year ever. And while I've done that, I decided early on that I want to hold off on planning 2022 until I get a lot closer to then because then it becomes you know okay I'm just going to do all of the stuff then but then I'm actually not going to be doing it this year you know it's just planning for a hypothetical what if time and so to make sure I can get the most out of this year while we're still in it 
I wanted to definitely, I don't know, hold off planning out too much and just sort of let life happen a little, if you know what I mean. Okay. But I hope they answered some of the question. All right, well, that's here's for te technical difficulty number two. So I, I do hope for 2022 that there'll be less technical difficulties. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I hope that was able to answer your question, though. Um, you did, you did. Um, and I think I think that's a good um, that's a good way to um, that's a good take on it in terms of like um preparing for the next year because sometimes you really just don't you just don't know where to start with the next year until you really end the previous one so um i like i like the way you thought i like the way you thought about that but um whatever you do have in store for next year i hope i hope everything goes well and if anything hopefully it, it just takes off i mean sure oh yeah well, first of all, thank you so much for that. I truly appreciate that. And and I I really think that having done this podcast, especially for a whole year, first of all, I'm really glad that I was able to do it and stick with it. And it and I think for at sometimes it had been a little difficult, you know, in terms of trying to make sure everyone schedules the line or whatever the case may be. But I'm really glad I was able to do it for the whole year. That was like one of my my little hopes for 2021 not necessarily my resolution but that i was able to do this so i'm glad i was able to follow through with that and you're my last regular interview for 2021 so that really fits nicely considering that this was a goal i set essentially right before i had you on the first time so like i said truly almost like full circle moment like i've i've honestly been planning this for at the time of recording this 11 months so yeah it's good that you're keeping up with it though i mean that i mean that's a lot that's a lot of work yeah it, it definitely is but i mean i but as a lot of people have said from y many years ago is that it's never really work if you truly enjoy what you're doing and every single person i've had on here have had such a great story and yeah and passion for what they do and so i mean it's honestly really rewarding in that regards it's like you know, really being able to get like free inspiration and quotes from others. I mean, it's it's something that you payment will never like even come close to the value that I've gotten from from doing this. You know, for the past forty eight episodes. So I mean, yeah, that it, it's all been well worth it. So yeah, but honestly, Joshua, this has been such a great. Yeah, enjoy. And I'm just so glad that you were able to take time out of your busy schedule to be out here. Of course. And so before I let you go, though, I did want to go ahead and give you a moment for those listening. So if anyone has, you know, wants to keep up with you or see some stuff that you're doing, if you're able to uh, provide some of the the places where people are able to follow, follow you or keep up with you, whatever the case may be in your instance, if you have anything that is um i i don't do i have the youtube account made i don't even i don't remember if i even have it made i've made the email for it but i do have my twitch though um and this is gonna this is gonna be funny 
Um, I might, I might as well just give the story to it after I give it off. But um, the name of my Twitch is Barbecue Hamster Six Thousand Nine Hundred. <laughs> so it's capital BBQ, capital H, and then Hamster, and the number six thousand nine hundred. And um, the reason why that name is because that is the Xbox name that I have currently. Uh, my Xbox gamer tag. And of course, Xbox, they don't, they won't, for some reason, they have this new um, gamer tag system where you have to have numbers at the end of it just in case somebody ends up having the same name. Because um, I really just wanted Barbecue Hamster. That was it. That would have been the gamer tag, which would have been nice to see. But um, the 6,900 part, that wasn't even me. That was Xbox randomly generating the number. And it, I mean, once I saw that, I was like, that's, it's just meant to be 69. The funny number so <laughs> but um but yeah that's the switch um and the story behind the name um there's this youtuber and he actually streams now too uh his name goes by um level up lifting which he has about around 400 something k um subscribers on youtube and there was this one video where he um he had it was a Hammond video. I can't remember what the title of the Hammond video was. But there was this bit um, in the video where he has Shaquille O'Neal and he always had he always has this phrase, um, barbecue chicken, right? So in the video it was edited and it had Shaq saying barbecue hamster. And I thought that was hilarious when I first watched it. But like the more I watched the video um i was like this actually could make for a really good gamer tag so um it was a few this was um a f about a few months after um the video initially dropped i decided to um change my gamer tag to that and um my twitch name to be that and honestly it just worked it just i mean i honestly just like the name um it's it's really it's just a name that I really just genuinely just love. I mean, it's it's a funny name. Every time every time when I join in games, everybody always makes a comment on the name, and it's always hysterical to um, to hear people's thoughts on it. So it's nice. It's nice that you know the name it makes people laugh, and um, and I just love that about it. Wow, and so. And so right before I go ahead and end this, do you also have anything like uh, Instagram as well that you'd like to share? If not, that's quite a rest. Um, I guess I could share my uh, my personal one. It's I actually have, I don't have anything in terms of like personal things on it. Um, and eventually I am gonna have to um, get some pictures together at some point. But um, I have a couple of game clips from, I think it's about a year ago. Yeah, these are, these are year old clips that I have on here, but just some games that I play and things to expect um, in terms of like what to, what games to see on my streams and things like that. And down the line, I'm gonna have the link to my uh, my um, my Twitch Instagram um, at some point whenever I get that made. Um, but my Instagram is Ruffles Eight. And it's all lowercase. It's ruffles like the uh, the chips. 
So R U F F L E S eight. And that's my Instagram. Um, and yeah, just some, I have a few Rocket League. Um, I have a Forza clip, a Forza, more like a meme like clip, sliding into the weekend like. <laughs> Uh, which was, I, I, I was actually impressed with that drift, but yeah. Um, just a bunch of clips. Um, at some point I might make a post, another post for another collection of clips. So I have um, accumulated a good amount over the, the last year. So I might put some together at some point and put that in there. But I'm probably going to start uploading to my YouTube um, at some point also. I do have a really funny clip that I want to get that posted first. So I got I to gotta do some digging into the Xbox to find that clip so I can upload that to the YouTube. And whenever I get the YouTube for that, that's going to go on my Instagram account. So you'll be able to find that on there. All right. Well, that is all really great to hear. And I'm definitely looking forward to that. And so for those of you listening, definitely check out everything Joshua does. He's doing a lot of great things and thank you so much once again for for doing this for being here it's always appreciated and you're always welcome here of course thank you um um yeah we had we had a really good discussion honestly i think um just just a general life discussion i made no really good discussion yeah absolutely i definitely agree and this has been really fun and it's and like i said it's really great also catching up with you as yes. well it's always nice to you know when you you know when you get a chance to really just sit down and really just speak about like someone's passions and abilities and you know, what they want to do going forward i mean it, it's always really great to hear that and and so i'm just really glad i had a chance to speak with you once again thank you absolutely and have a wonderful day everyone stay safe stay well and i'll chat with you all later Thanks once again for tuning in. Y'all take care.